there's something that is just so different regarding this year and it will be different for you this 2021 will not be like 2020 for you no matter what was accomplished no matter no matter the testimonies that god gave you he will top it in 2021 i was praying this morning and i was just discussing some things with him regarding some of the things we'll be trusting him for and he said to me he said and i will do for you exceedingly abundantly and above that means i'll go beyond your expectation i say wow can you see that's why i came here and i started dancing since morning we've been dancing because he told me i'm going to top your expectation uh, you know the person who can top it is the one who has spoken amen praise god uh, you know there's a there's a book that says be careful of somebody who says he'll buy you a shoe and does not have one himself if somebody should walk to you without any shoe and say i'm going to get the best shoe for you what do you what will you do for you check ah, what is happening you know but if god is the one saying it he has shoes he has this he has that eh? what is it that my god cannot do remember last week is there anything too hard for the lord to do there's nothing too hard be ready i said it and i'm saying again but you know it's left for you if you receive it it's yours if you are thinking about it then that's where the issue is but be ready for the best year of your life that this year this year this year in the name of our lord jesus christ in jesus name amen praise god hallelujah what word did god say to us this year 2021 what did he say to us the 2121 is what who wants to remind me are oh, you forgotten what did he say to us about this year? What did he say? Who is sure? Who is clear-minded? Yes. What did he say to us? Our year for more. More of what? More of his restoration. More of what? More of his harvest. More of what? Abounding grace. Did he do something for you last year? I can hear you. Did you have cause to be thankful to God for what he did last year? Can you look back at last year and say, Lord, thank you? Or you look back and it was like, oh. Do you have cause to be thankful? He's saying, I'm going to give you more. Amen. Because those who are thankful, they will receive what? More. He said, I'll give you more. More. Because his harvest is always greater. You know, God, when you come to him and say, Lord, thank you for what you have done. Thank you for what he, he, he will look at you and say, take, take more. He said, let the people praise me, O God. Let all the people praise you. Then the earth will yield an increase. That is why we are thanking him. That's why we are dancing. That's why we are dancing. Maybe you are looking and saying, but why are they so joyful? Why are they dancing? Why are they rejoicing? Why are they laughing? Oh, it's not just because of what he did. Not just because of the thing he has done. Because of the thing he's about to do. Hallelujah. Because what he's about to do will surpass. It's, it, it is totally incomparable to the thing that he did. What else did he say about this year 2021? That is the year of what? Open doors. You don't know. Those words don't take them lightly. I didn't just wake up and say, what am I going to tell them? What did I say? What should we say to them now? Okay, okay, okay. What did we not say last year? We said, uh, okay, I think we should give them open doors. Okay, it's a year of open doors. That is not what we did. I sat here on my seat. I was just about to get to the pulpit. When he said to me, 2021 is a year of open doors. And for those of us who are in the service that day, immediately I said, let's act on it. Do you remember? Were you here? Can I see your hands if you were there? If you attended that service? That's why you shouldn't be missing the services. Because some things happen. And I said, stand behind the line. Do you remember? I said, step into it. 
God is my witness. I do not lie. Amongst us here, incredible things have started happening. Incredible things. I heard some testimonies about incredible. I said, and the person was reminding me. He said, do you know what you said? Do you know what was said? Do you know what was said? He said, this one has surpassed. It's, it's almost a total change of identity. Total, I won't go into details. Because some things, when some things start to happen, we don't need to be testifying. The thing that are happening will be the one testifying. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Is a year of limitless possibilities. Limitless. Those are not slogans. They are not poems. They are not twinkle, twinkle, little star. They are not campaign slogans. Hello. I remember I grew up in, a, you know, I don't know where you grew up in. And there was a particular very, there's a UPN. And then there's a place where you answer. Ah, who said that? So you also, you, you <laughs> campaign slogan, it's not campaign slogan. <laughs> that is, hey, and then you say, which year are we? No, that is not, that's not the purpose at all. It's to create, recreate your reality. So that your reality can start to conform to what? To his own purpose and his plans. So that he can start to lay hold on what is ahead of you. And lay hold on the future and bring it into the present. And I'm telling you that will not happen by just observation. It will not happen by just folding your arms to look. It will not happen by you doing nothing. It will happen by you engaging with the process. To ensure that what God has determined concerning you becomes your reality. What does the word limitless mean? What does it mean? Boundless. What does it mean? Unending. What does it mean? Inexhaustible. What does it mean? Unstoppable. What does it mean? Unstoppable. What does it mean? Irreversible. Eh? Irreversible. Wow. That's why it's limitless. What does it mean? Joanne, I know you can give me about three. What does it mean? What does limitless mean? No, let me hear you. I can't hear you. Where is Jemima? Jemima, at eight years. Can I go? I said, what? Can I just go? I said, what, Jemima? You don't talk loud. You are wearing masks. How are we going to hear what is happening? It means countless, unending, unstoppable, inexhaustible, immense, vast, cannot be limited. What a year that God is giving us. Cannot be what? Exhausted. Cannot be limited. Cannot be stopped. What a year that God is giving us. Imagine the train coming at full speed and, and, and a butterfly say you can't go anywhere. I'm going to stop you. You know, that is the way if any devil, if any demon wants to stop what God is like a moving, it's like a butterfly trying to stop a moving train. Who we stop? Between the moving train and the butterfly. Because this train is moving at full speed. And I'm telling you, no demon in hell can stop it. No devil can stop it. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, to be one testimony after another. One testimony after another. One testimony after another. And the greatest testimony that will come out of your mouth is that come and say, I, I, I struggle to read the scriptures. Look at what God has done for me. Insight is just coming. Revelation is just coming. Understand just coming. Oh, look, it's, my life has been transformed. That will be your lot and your portion. But how do we assess this? How do we possess this? How do we ensure that all of these is our portion? Because they are not catchphrases. They are not just mere words. They are not by words. I want to take us to the Bible. To the book of Hebrews. 
11, chapter number 1. Hebrews 11, chapter number 1. What does it say? Hebrews 11, verse number 1. For those of us, if you're listening to me at home, go to see your face from Sydney, from North America, from Africa, from, you know, the Watch Night Service. We had people who watched it from Liberia, from uh, what else? North America, South Africa. If you're listening to me from wherever you are, I want you to just follow me very, 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 very carefully. Hebrews chapter 11 from verse number 1. It reads on I quote, Now faith is. Faith is never in the future. Faith is always in the present. Now faith is. Hello. Now faith is. The problem is that we are mixing hope with faith. Hope is in the future. That is why hope is defined by our expectation. But as long as it remains hope, it cannot become your experience. Faith must reach out to hope and bring it into the reality of now. Now faith is the substance of what things hope for. The substance of things what hoped for. And the evidence of things not what? Not seen. Somebody said, maybe you ordered, especially for our women. Sometimes we go online and we order from Alibaba. You know, uh, where do you order from? Amazon. Order from Amazon. Order from all the swans. And, you, and they say it will arrive in four days. But you don't have the goods yet. But they will send you one thing. What will they send you? Thank you, receipt. The receipt is your evidence that what you've ordered will surely work. So if the thing does not land, you can now say, make a claim. But thank God that God is not like Amazon. God is not like Alibaba. That sometimes the goods may arrive and the, thing, the size is bigger or the size is smaller. Or maybe it's not like what you've ordered for. But God will deliver to you exactly the thing that you want. That is, <laughs> because the thing has been fitted specially for you. Amen. Praise God. Faith is that evidence. Faith is the evidence. A year of limitless possibility. What evidence do you have there to come to pass your faith? Your faith. Faith is the what, substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. And the Bible says, by this, the elders obtain what? A good testimony or a good report. Amen. Let me tell you, God is a God of faith. God walks by faith. And we, his children, will also be what? People of faith. Amen. By it, the elders obtain a good report. And then verse number three. Say, by, for by it, verse number, through faith, we understand that the words were framed by the word of God. Did you see that? The words were what? Flamed by what? The word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Or so that the things which are seen were made from things which are not seen. You can frame your word by his word. Which is the title of this message. Frame your word by his word. You can frame your word by his word. Do you know some things? Get this very clear. God does not speak so that things will... Uh, uh, God, God speaks so that things will happen. He doesn't speak after the fact. We will wait to see it and say, oh, come and see what God does not... No! Start to be like your father. And start to what? Flame your word by his word. God gave us those words, a year of limitless possibilities to frame our 2021. So that as you declare it, as you confess it, as you affirm it, then they become your reality. But what is the problem? Why is it that sometimes people don't experience this? Why is it that sometimes it's difficult why is it? Let me take you to the story of Abraham in Genesis chapter number 12. Genesis 12. Let's go to Genesis chapter 12. 
from verse number 1. Genesis 12, from verse number 1. It reads, and I quote, Now the Lord has said unto Abraham, Can I ask you a question? Was Abraham and Abraham the same persons? Hmm? How many of us are saying they're the same? Is Abraham and Abraham the same? Who is sure? Yes, Jermaine. Are they the same persons? They're not. Okay, are they the same? They're not. Why? father of many nations. They're not the same. Abraham was the man before the process. Abraham was the man after the process. Abraham was the man who started, who began this work with God. Abraham was the end product that was delivered. That is why we do not sing. The Bible does not say you have your father, Abraham. You have your father, Abraham. Because the two of them are not the same. One started and the other finished it. And what is the lesson there? Don't abort your process. Don't abort your process. Because you started does not mean you will finish. The Bible says better is the end of a matter than the beginning thereof. God is interested in you world finish. Amen. Abraham is actually the finished product. Amen. Praise God, the one who completed and finished the process. Don't abort process. Abortion of process is abortion of destiny. And let me tell you something, but you don't know what I've been going through. You don't know some of the challenges I face. At the end of the day, if you stay with process, you have cause to rejoice. You have cause to laugh. You have cause to be thankful that you took you through process. Hello. I can, you know, do you remember Joseph? Joseph in the prison? How he told the butler and the baker, especially the butler, please, when you are delivered, talk to the king on my behalf. And the Bible says the butler left the prison, and what did he do to Joseph? So who forgot the butler? Can I say no? God made him to forget. Because it was not time for him to leave prison yet. Oh, why would God do that? Because the destiny of David was not to leave prison and be applying for a job. David was meant to leave prison and move to where? The palace. Move to the palace. Now the Lord has said unto Abraham, get out of your where? Your country. From where again? From your kindred. And from where again? From your father's house. Unto the land that I will what? I will show you. And I will do, I will make of you a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great. And you will be a blessing. Does that sound like today? It will be a year of limitless possibilities. Oh, a year of open doors. And look at verse number three. And I will bless those that bless thee. And I will cause him that causes thee. And in thee all the families. I can imagine Abraham say, wow. What a day. This is the day. <laughs> this is the day that the Lord has made. That the Lord has made. Oh, I will rejoice. I will. And, and Sarah will say, why are you singing? He said, I heard. He said, it's going to make my name great. It's going to make my name great. Okay. And what did he do? Quickly, quickly. Verse number four. He now says, go and pack your bags. Go and pack your load. Abraham departed as the Lord has spoken. Because Abraham was expecting that after departure, what will happen? The experience will come. Quickly, pack your pack. <laughs> it's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. And Lot went with him. And Abraham was, how many years old? 75 years old. When he departed. How old was Abraham when God called him? How old was Moses when he entered into, into his assignment? He started his assignment. 80. I talk when somebody is eight, he's already going ready for the grave. 
Don't listen to the enemy and say, you know, you are getting old now. You're already 45. 45. And the government will write you a letter. They say, you are now 45. You need to go for tests. When I turned 45, I got a letter from government. They say, you need to go for tests now. If you don't want to go, it's your choice. But when people start to get to that age, you know they're getting old. I said, minus me. I've, because, <laughs> <laughs> praise God, hallelujah. He was 75 when God called him. Why didn't God call him at 40? Or God didn't know him then? Why didn't God call him at 50? Or he didn't know him then? Why didn't God, why did God wait for 75 to pass a message across to us that is never too late? It's never too late. It's never too late. Don't believe lies. There's so many lies we've believed. Don't believe it. You know, it's too, look at my age now. It's too late to do this. It's too late to do that. Who told you that? 75. And he departed. And he took Sarah, his wife. Took Sarah, his wife, and Lord, his brother's son, and all their substance, and that they had gathered, and the souls that they had gotten in Haran. And they went forth to go into the land of Canaan. Into the land of Canaan they came. Verse number six. And Abraham passed through the land unto the place of Sychar, unto the plain of Mori, and the Canaanite was then in the land. Who were the Canaanites? Canaanites, the land was not empty. They got there, they saw people there. If they were ordinary people, they would have been okay. These were giants that they saw. Can you imagine? God spoke to you. You say, <laughs> and you packed your bags. You, the jacket you have just bought. And then you say, <laughs> we're going to go and what? And then you now go there and say, what are these? What are these? And you're not looking like this. How are we going to fight these ones? How are we going to fight these ones? And Abraham did what many of us will do. What did he do? Verse number, thank God, he built an altar, but verse number 10. You know what happened again? Verse number 10. Let's go to verse number 10. Number 10. Verse number 10, and then there was also famine in the land, and Abraham went down into Egypt to sojourn there. The one who gave the word, is he able to perform the word? Why do we run because of the challenges and difficulties? Why don't you now look up and say, Lord, you gave the word. You are able to do it. Abraham turned his back, and the Bible says he went down. Anytime you depart from the place of promise, it can lead to you going down. God gave him the word. God gave him the promise. But because God has spoken, it doesn't mean that there will not be process. We're talking about processing our building now. How about for the past two years, three years, we've been trusting God for it? We've gone through the process. Now we're about to enter into fulfillment. Don't abort your process. There's nothing that God does that will not take through process. Even with Jesus. How old was he when he went to the temple? Twelve. How old was he when he started the ministry? Thirty. So what was he doing between twelve and thirty? What? He was teaching Joseph. Huh? And said, listen to me. You know I created you. Is that what he was doing? <laughs> no. The Bible says he went and subjected himself to his parents. He was going through his process. He was going through a time of learning. Don't abort your process. Don't abort your process. Amen. Then in Genesis 15, let's go to Genesis 15 quickly. Genesis 15. In Genesis chapter 15 from verse 1. Are we there? After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abraham in a vision, saying, Fear not, any time 
God appears on the scene, you always hear this word, fear not. If the word of God is coming and said, be full of fear, it's not from God. Hello? If somebody is giving you a prophecy, I say fear is knocking on your door. The fear is, full, you know, just to quickly cast it out. God will never say be full of fear. God will always tell you, fear not. Tell to your neighbor, fear not. Fear not. What is the word fear? False, what? Experiences appearing real. Fear not, Abraham. I'm your shield and your exceeding great reward. Verse number two. And Abraham said, Lord God, what will you give me? Seeing I go what? Does that sound like you and I? God said, I will make you what? And he said, I go childless. Why? Because Abraham was looking around. He was looking at himself. He was saying, look at time. But God said, he said, <laughs> look at verse 1 again. And God said to Abraham, fear not, Abraham. I am your what? Shield and exceeding great reward. He said, I am your reward, Abraham. That means there's everything I have, you can have. You can have everything. Abraham, why? You have been obeying me. Abraham, anything, everything, you, you, is already is yours. But Abraham, look at the next verse number two. Abraham said, Lord, I go childless. Was it because Abraham didn't hear what God said in verse one? Or he didn't understand? Obviously he did. Verse number three. And Abraham said, behold to me, thou hast given me no war. I thought God said that, look at what God said to him. And he said, and lo, one born in my house is my war. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him again, saying, this shall not be your heir, but he that shall come forth out of your bowels shall be thine heir. Verse 5, and he brought him forth abroad and said, look now towards heaven. He said, look up. That's why I said to us, look up. Doubt looks around. Fear looks what? Down. Regret looks what? Back. You're looking back. Looking back. God is not asking you to look back in 2021. Leave 2020 behind you. Leave 2019 behind you. Leave 2018 behind you. Leave 2017 behind you. The thing that didn't work then, leave them behind you. It's time to what? To look forward and to look up. God told Abraham, look up and count the stars. If you're able to number them, so shall your seed be. How can you count the stars? One, two, three, four, five. Where do you start? Abraham said, you're giving me a difficult assignment. He said, now you are getting it. That you can't count the number of children that will come out of you. Do you know the Bible says, if you are Christ, you are Abraham's seed. Abraham's seed. But something happened to Abraham. Genesis 17, a turnaround came. This year, that is why the turnaround is coming for you this year. Because you're going to hear this. You will understand it. You will start to apply it. In Genesis 17, from verse number 1. And when Abraham was 99 years old and 9. How many years old? How long has he been working with God? What? 24. So now he's already what? 99. He's like 99. What else can happen to a 99-year-old man? But the Lord appeared to him and, and said, I'm the Almighty. The word I am. Anytime you see the word I am, is the God that is present. I am. He appeared to Moses, I am. I am who I am. In, yeah, last week we saw it. I am the Lord God. Is there anything too hard for me? I am. Not I was. Not I will. I am. And the Lord appeared to Abraham and said, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be what? And I will make my covenant between me and you. God is not a covenant breaker. He's a covenant maker. What he says he will do, he will do. It does not matter the time. Hello. Because the challenge with Abraham here was what? Time. I'm growing older. Time. And that is the challenge with humanity all the time. God does not live in time. He lives in eternity. 
I will make my covenant between me and you, and I will multiply you exceedingly. Verse number three. And Abraham fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, what? As for me, behold, my covenant is with you, and that shall be what? At 99, father of many nations, not a single child. So how is it going to happen? Hmm? How is it going to happen? I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to do that for you. I'm giving you the city. I'm opening this door for you. You look up, you look around, you say, oh, Lord. How is it going to happen? <laughs> and behold, neither shall your name anymore be called what? Abraham. But your name shall be called. It's not time for you to change that name, exalted father, and key it into your destiny. Call your father of many nations, for I have made thee. Verse 6. He now says, and I will make you exceedingly what? Fruitful. And I will make nations of you. And kings shall come. How many child or how many children did eventually Abraham have? One. How many? One. How many? What? After what? How, how many? At 99. Ishmael had been sent away. Nothing. At 99. And God said, Verse 6, I will make you exceedingly fruitful and I will make nations of you and kings shall come out of you. It doesn't matter what has been your experience up to now. Maybe it's even looking as if time is going. Hear me clearly and hear me very well. <laughs> your time is in his hands. Are you listening? And time is just a platform for God to manifest himself. <laughs> and I will make you fruitful and nations will come out of you verse number seven and i will what i will establish my covenant between me and you and your world your seed after you in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be a god unto you and i see something change with abraham establish i will make it firm i will make it i will make it solid abraham what was he teaching abraham Let's go to Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter number 4. From verse number 1. Romans 4. What shall we then say that Abraham our father pertaining to the flesh has found? What did Abraham find? How did Abraham change this? What did he find that changed everything for him? For if Abraham were justified, can you give it to me in NIV? NIV. NIV. Praise God. Hallelujah. Do you have NIV? You can open to NIV. What does it say? Yes. Yes. What then shall we say? Abraham has forefather, according to the flesh, discovered, meaning that up to now, those things were not discovered by him. What did Abraham find out? What, what changed Abraham? What changed his story? Verse number two. Verse number two, yes? If in fact, was it by works? No. Not before God. What does the scripture say? Abraham believed God. He was credited to him as right. Abraham believed God. It was credited to him as righteous. Verse number 13. Verse number 13. It was not through the law. Yes. Yes. By faith. Yes, continue. Yes. Amen. Yep. There's no transgressions, yes. Therefore, was it by the law that was given to Abraham? No. Was it by the law? No. It was what the Bible said, it is of what? Faith. So that it might be by what? Grace. That means when you start to walk in faith with him, 
he will release grace to you to get the job done. It's not by power. It's not by mind. What is grace? Grace is God's divine enablement, God's empowerment, God's coming to help you to accomplish the things that you need to do. The challenge with us when you struggle and struggle and struggle is lack of grace. And it says that releasing your faith will connect you to grace so that you can get things done in your life. We all need grace. When it comes to the things of the kingdom of God, nobody is not by power, he is not by mind. Nobody has, oh yes, I can do it on my own, it's not possible. No matter how anointed you are, you need the grace of God. So when we lack grace, that is where struggle comes in. And it says that when you, I'm just asking you to release your faith. What is faith? Your conviction. What is faith? Firm persuasion. What is faith? You trust me. You trust me. Stop looking at yourself. Stop looking back. Stop looking down. Learn to look up. Be convinced that our God is able. Many times we cut short the thing that God wants to do with us because we're always looking around. We're looking down. We're looking back. He wants to give you a great deal by working with you because your, your head is turned back. How will he be able to do it? How will he do it? You say, but I, I, I don't have it. Are you saying something that is actually strange to him? Before coming to you. I, <laughs> but he said, trust me. Trust me. Believe my word. Run with me. So that I can release grace. Therefore, the promise comes by what? By faith. So that it may be by what? Grace. So that it can be guaranteed to all what? Abraham's offspring. Not only those who are of the law, but also those who are of the faith of Abraham is the father of us all. Verse 17. This is what is called the game changer. The game changer. You know? Sometimes, you know what, what I'm seeing here? I'm seeing like a football match. Maybe like a soccer game. Or maybe like, you know, and the, the, you're already losing. The, 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 the game is like, oh yes. The game is like, wow, you're losing. You've tried. Everybody is, is like, this cup is gone. Like the last uh, grand finals. And they say, which, and the other team has gone ahead. Maybe the coach is already what? Say, wow, we are going to celebrate now. You know? And suddenly, the game changer entered into the terrain. Game, you know, let me tell you something. By giving your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ, you've allowed the game changer to enter into the terrain. Enter into the terrain. Oh, and suddenly, you know, as it is written, I've made you a father of many nations, Abraham. At this time, was Isaac born? Was Isaac alive? But God said, I have made you. I have what? Made you. He is our father in the sight of God, whom he believed. So Abraham's believing connected him to his destiny. Abraham's believing connected him to the word that God has spoken to him. And it says here, he is a father in the sight of God, whom he believed. The God who does what? Gives life to the dead and what start to call the things that be not as though they are this is the game changer learn to call the things that be not as though they were there's prophetic power in the believer's mouth start to call yourself what god has called you what did abraham do he didn't climb mount everest he didn't swim mediterranean sea he just made a change and said i'll start to call myself what god has called me no longer will my name be what abraham but my name will be what? Abraham. You know, choices have consequences. So does utterance. I say choices have what? Consequences. So does what? Utterance. You think you can just say anything and there will not be consequences? Don't fool yourself. Don't deceive yourself. What you say matter. What you say about things matter. On the 14th of July, 2010, I would never forget in my entire life until I meet with the Lord. On the 14th, and where it happened, it's still so fresh. I was standing, I was about to enter into the bathroom when he spoke to me. He said, do you know that it's not what people say about you that comes to pass in your life? I said, yes, that's okay. Because of course I, I, I believe that, I know that. Do you know that it's not what people say about you that comes to pass? Then why are you bothered by what you see people are saying? Why does he, why do you allow it? Do you know, and do you know what we even do? We now go to people, do you know what so-and-so said? Do you know? 
Do you know? They say, what did he say? He said, my head is big. My head, and they say, hey. And the person will look at your head. You are the one that took. It's not what people say about you. Can people say anything with their mouth? Don't, don't they have the freedom to say anything? It's called the First Amendment if you're living in America. People can say anything. Are you listening to me? But it doesn't matter if you don't receive it. If you don't receive it, then why do you get angry? You need to get this very clear. Why do you get angry? Because you, you say, look at what they said. Look at what so-and-so said. And you are angry because of it. He said, it's not what people say about you that comes to pass in your life. Then he now said, what? This one shocked me. Ten years ago, it's not, it's not what I say about you that comes to pass in your life. And I was like, wait a minute. Lord, I thought the moment you said it, that settles it. He said, no. Until you take what I've said and start to declare it over your life. And start to say it the way I've said it. That will become your experience. I say, wow. Wow. What am I saying? Take the word that God has given to us in 2021. And start to say it the way he has said it. That this is my year of open doors. It is my year of limitless possibilities. It's my year for more. It's my best year ever. How can you, the word you have forgotten, become your experience? The word you don't remember. If I say, what word did God say to us? Say, oh, well, well, <laughs> Master, Master. And you now say, you know, I don't know why some things have not been worked. Why will it work when you've forgotten it? Don't you know that by forgetting it, you are despising it? There's prophetic power in your mind. Right now, from today, learn to use your words carefully and powerfully. Learn to use your words. Words, and I'm going to explain this later. You know, for the world, words have just been given for communication. Words have been given for communication. So we use words to what? To communicate with one another. But that is the state of the fallen man. For the redeemed man, words were given for accomplishment, to change things. Not just to what? To express yourself, to communicate. The moment God changed the name of Abraham, instead of saying, I'm Abraham, I'm Abraham, I'm Abraham, I'm Abraham. And then what happened? Suddenly, the, the deadness of his body, something started changing. Life started coming. Sarah's womb started, life, you know, because angels are now taking the words to walk on the circumstances and the situations of Abraham. When you start to say what God is saying about you, you are empowering your angels to walk on your behalf. They will now start to take the word and start to change things concerning you. And change things concerning Suddenly, where you have gone to, nobody has looked at you. You now get to the same place. They say, Mr. So-and-so-and-so. What is it? How is it? They start to welcome you. They start to receive you. They say, I don't know why. I went to this place. They've never looked. But look at what is happening now. Something has changed concerning you. I'm looking forward to this year. A wonderful year. A glorious year. A beautiful year. I'm looking forward to a year of limitless possibilities. And you can have it too. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. All you need to do, realize this, there's prophetic power in your mouth. There's prophetic power in your mouth. Start to say about yourself what God is saying about you. Start to say about your children what God has said about them. Start to say about your future what God has said about your future. Start to say about your business, about your family, what God has spoken about them. Don't just be talking anyhow. Hello? Don't talk anyhow. Don't say anything. Don't just talk anything. Because when you say some things, you paralyze your angels from working on your behalf. Start to say what God has said so that God himself can confirm them in your lives. In the name of Jesus. Are you ready for the best year of your life? Are you ready? And I say, are you ready? Only three people answered me. Are you ready for the best year of your life? Then rise up on your feet. I want us to just go before God this afternoon.
Thank him for the word you've heard. Thank him for the word you've heard. Thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him. The same principle is applicable to our city, to our state, to our nation, to your life, to your family. Same principle. Same principle. You can't change the city if you have not changed yourself. You can't change situations around you if you have not been transformed. Change begins on the inside. Change begins from you. So that God can now use you to change other things and others. I want you to go before God and say, Lord, forgive me. Every wrong word I've spoken over my life, over my future, over my children, over my family. Every wrong word I've spoken, forgive me. Cleanse me from this unrighteousness. Oh, Heavenly Father, every wrong word. Every wrong thing. You can frame your world with his word. You can change your situation by taking his word and start to declare it over your life. The prophetic word is not meant for decoration. The prophetic word is meant to accomplish things. That is why words are not just meant for communication. Words are meant for accomplishment when it comes to the realm of the spirit. So start to use his word to accomplish and change things regarding your life. Now I want you to take this word, start to declare it over your life, that this year is your year of limitless possibilities. It's my year. Now let's do it together. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for your word that you've given to me. You've spoken to us, and you have said that 2021 is our year, is my year, of limitless possibilities and open doors. Lord, I can hear you. Lord, I declare this over my life that 2021 is my year of open doors and limitless possibilities. It is done in Jesus' name. Every area where there's been impossibility, where I've struggled, a turnaround has come from today in Jesus' name. The game changer, Jesus Christ, has entered into the terrain with me, causing the turnaround that I desired. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It is my year. It is my year of open doors and limitless possibilities in Jesus' name. Start to give him praise and give him thanks. Give him praise, give him thanks that it's done. Give him praise, give him praise, give him praise that you will return to share your testimony, to share the goodness of the Lord. Give him praise, give him praise. Hallelujah. Just thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him. I'm hearing this in my spirit. It's done, yes, it's done. It's done, yes, it's done. By the shed blood of Jesus, the victory is mine. It's done, yes, it's done. Hallelujah. It's done, yes, it's done. By the shed blood of Jesus, the victory is mine. Hallelujah, we are free. Thank you, Jesus, you've done it for us. If you know you join me, it's done, yes. It's done, it's done, yes, it's done. By the shed blood of Jesus, the victory is won. It's done, yes, it's done. Wow. 
is done, yes, is done by the shed blood of Jesus. The victory is won. Hallelujah, we are free. Thank you, Jesus. You've done it. Lift up your two hands for heaven. I saw you with hands lifted. And if you're watching from anywhere you are, lift up your two hands from heaven. Lift up your two hands. Father, every hand that is lifted up to you right now. Lord, I want to thank you so much. God, these are hands of victory and hands of praise and hands of rejoicing. Thank you because as the hands have been lifted up, they've also been lifted up. Lifted out of whatsoever has held them down, held them back. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I want to thank you because this is a different year for them. In Jesus' name. Is it time? Lift up your two hands. I didn't say lift up your two hands. Some of you are not lifting up. I don't know about you. I want to lift it up very, very high. Father, I want to thank you so much, O Lord, for the things that are happening to them. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you because, again, they stepped in into limitless possibilities. In Jesus' name. Lord, thank you. I cover you with the blood of Jesus. I declare that no evil shall be before you. No sickness, no disease will come near you. In the name of Jesus Christ, no COVID-19 will come near you. In the name of Jesus Christ, you will see your children's children. You will not die before your time. In Jesus' name, as in the name of Jesus, more glory, more glory, more grace, more grace for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I want to thank you especially for all our pregnant women that they are delivering safely. In the name of Jesus, prompt and weary in Jesus' name. My Lord and my God, I want to just thank you. I bless your name. I give you praise. I worship you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, rejoice, I say to you, rejoice. Rejoice, I say to you, rejoice. And have no anxiety about nothing. But by praise and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made unto God. And start to thank me for the things you've asked. Thank me for the things you've asked. Because it's not a time to pray again. It's a time to thank. It's a time to give thanks. Start to give him thanks for those things. Just start giving thanks. Giving thanks for a new building. Giving thanks for the things that God has done. Giving thanks for, for, for the future he has for you this year. Giving thanks for the breakthrough. Giving thanks for a turnaround in our city. Turnaround in our state. Giving thanks in the name of Jesus Christ. Giving thanks, giving thanks, giving thanks, giving thanks, giving thanks. We worship and we adore you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah.